0: Hello, minions, and welcome to the first episode of Evil Campaign. I'm Cat Cool, your host and game master. Before we get started, first, let me tell you about Noisy Person Cards. Noisy Person Cards is a party game about doing silly voices. James D'Amato and I made it to help folks get better at doing voices for RPGs. It's also super fun and currently kickstarting. As of recording this, we're just under $1,500 away from funding. Thank you to everyone who's backed us so far. To those of you who are just now hearing about this for the first time, please check out the Kickstarter. There are links there to a fully playable print-and-play version of the game, so you don't have to take my word that it's great. It is great, though. You're going to love it. Now, let me tell you a bit about this whole Evil Campaign thing. Evil Campaign was one of the earliest expansions to the network unlocked by the OneShot Podcast Network's Patreon backers. It's something I've wanted to do from almost the start of campaign, but didn't really have the time or resources to put into even with the resources afforded to me by the Patreon, it wound up taking quite some time to find the right actors and get enough of this recorded to start releasing, so thank you so much to our backers. This really wouldn't have happened without you. Here are the details. Once a month, I'll release an episode of Evil Campaign that will serve as a companion to regular old campaign. They'll be longer than standard campaign episodes and focus on the predominant antagonists of the series instead of the Curve of the knock. You can start listening to these episodes right now, regardless of whether you've just started listening to the main show or are caught up on our weekly adventures, because this first series starts before the Minoc crew ever set foot on the murder ball. In general, this show will follow episodic arcs every two to three episodes, highlighting adventures adjacent to and maybe at points intersecting with the Minox adventures. I'll say where we are timeline-wise in the intros, so you'll be able to judge whether there's more of the main show to get caught up on before you listen to what the bad kids are up to. Said bad kids are Commander Sinox, played by James D'Amato, Agent Zero, played by Tyler Davis, Minister Blue, played by Jim McClare, and Ava Arik, played by myself. Not all bad kids will feature in each arc of the show for two reasons. First, they're all in the employ of the Empire, and their arc's fellow missions assigned to them by their higher-ups. Not every mission requires all team members. Second, typically one person from the above-mentioned pool is going to GM. The GM will swap around from arc to arc, so we'll see some variety in the character pool. For this first arc, I'll be GMing, so Ava's sitting things out. But she'll be around in later arcs as the boys step up to GM. I think that's everything you need to know going in. The only thing left before we get started is James and I would like to thank our outstanding Patreon backers. Davis Burkett, thank you.
1: Anthony Nomorosa, thank you.
0: John Donahue, thank you.
1: Kevin Sylvester, thank you.
0: Missy Steller, thank you so much.
1: Alan Goodman. Bye. Adam Goodman.
0: <laughs> Adam Goodmurphy, thank you so much. <laughs> oh, you were very wrong. <laughs> yeah,
1: but what's the chances there isn't someone named Alan Goodman giving to us? Slim, I'd suspect.
0: James Marshall, thank you. Thanks,
1: James. Dominic Bowers Mason, thank you.
0: Josh Payne, thank you.
1: Mike McMullen, thank you.
0: Phil Ulrich, thank
1: you. Catherine D'Amato, that's my mom. Hi. Oh, J- I guess. Thanks, mom
0: yeah geez
1: (laughs) donald thank you
0: jason p halver thank you
1: david hutchinson thank you
0: blythe marshall thank you the mensch thank you the mensch. mensch gideon jones thank you gideon and now a long time ago in a galaxy far far away
1: Orbiting somewhere in a purportedly uncharted system hidden deep within the galaxy's core is a terrifying construction unlike anything ever seen before. It serves as home base for Emperor Palpatine's elite anti-rebellion forces, the Imperial Security Bureau, Imperial Intelligence, and the Inquisition. Today... A mere week before the crew of the Minoc ever set foot on the murder ball, Inquisitor Lufan calls upon three of CompNor's most decorated staff. Renowned clone commander, Synox, recently appointed propaganda minister, Blue, and conversant contractor, Agent Zero, for aid in eliminating all threats to the Empire, from without and within.
0: Do you guys want to roll me some Force and Destiny? Oh, How hey, about the you, Destiny you right. roll? No,
1: no, you, made, you nailed it the Let's first time. Let's roll
0: the Destiny roll.
2: One dark side. Good for one you. One dark side.
0: Uh-huh. Hey, two dark side. And I add two dark side to the pool. <laughs> That's All a, right. Six dark, sides. Six dark, dark side. <laughs> Can I have one more point to track here guys? So uh you are pretty evil, so Dark Side is is good for you. Wow. Wow.
2: All right, good start.
0: So uh, it is artificial evening on the Bluebird. Jim, do you want to describe the Bluebird for me?
2: Inside the Bluebird, it's a very luxurious layout. There is a lot of hand-carved wood sort of running all throughout the entirety of the ship. Um, a lot of clear crystal fixtures about just ridiculous decadence. The furnishings are all covered with different leathers from throughout the galaxy. Um, it's very nice. And um, it's like
0: organic, too, not synthetic
3: materials.
2: Yes, yes, very, very much. In the middle, seemingly somewhat out of place, there is a, a large, ornate fixture that is clearly a, a calf machine. Mm-hmm. Um, that sits right in the middle, an odd design aesthetic, um, but it sort of dominates the middle of the where, where the talking area would be in the meetings. Uh, oh,
0: is it like a like a calf bar? Yes, yeah. that's yes. cool, very cool. Are you around? It's you know some people are sleeping at this point.
2: Yeah, uh, no, I'm 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 sitting at the calf bar. I have two empty glasses sitting on my left. Um, there's a half drunk one on my right. My 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 legs bouncing up and down as I have my hollow glasses on, projecting a screen in front of me. Uh, my hands are working as I'm going through various reports on our, our last public campaign for Synox and Friends actually. It's a, mm. a, a kids program to get them built up. Um and I'm I'm going through the uh, the, the latest uh, was the sixth episode actually just went out over the hollow net. Are you editing Shane? it? Or the, are you- <laughs> uh, I, I I'm not editing it. I have editors, but I have to check behind the editors because I don't know if they're doing a good enough job and this is very important work. Yeah, so I'm I'm going through the sixth episode before it's released. It's due out in four hours and I'm just going through the notes I keep uh, shooting off hollow emails, whatever it is, to the editors that I want this fix and I want that fixed and he needs to look better in this light. And just little rough notes enough that they should be able to get it with a good 20 minutes to spare, assuming that they keep working as I continually work through the uh, the, the process.
0: A bloop comes up on your screen. You had been running a report looking for updated information on Metalorn's current environmental conditions, those sorts of things. Uh, So you see that that came up. Uh, I imagine you click into it. Yes,
2: I I, I click curious taking me from the work. Mm, I hit it and take a look.
0: And we flash back to you guys getting your meeting objectives back on the Death Star. The three of you are standing in a pretty austere white office that is like hexagonal in shape. The second half of it, The half that's behind the desk is a bay of windows looking out into a fairly expansive training facility. And there's a section with more or less tatami mat floors. And then there's to the left, there's like rows of desks in front of like a little recessed area with not a chalkboard, but the hollow equivalent of a chalkboard. And then in the middle, like a recessed pool area that currently is exuding green light. In front of you, there is a desk and a uh, severe looking woman in her early 50s, probably. She has her silver hair pulled back into... um, It's a bun, but this is Star Wars, so it is too large of a bun. (laughs) 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 And the thing that is holding it is a sphere of black metal that looks like the imperial symbol. And uh, she is wearing a high high-necked black coat that is somewhat armored and has uh, several things pulled up on the table. What do you guys look like?
1: Uh, so standing at attention off to the left side of the group is a stormtrooper with a red commander's stripe. He is standing in a very resolute stance, uh, completely unwavering, very patient looking. Apart from that, all of the equipment that uh, this person is wearing appears to be shining and up to the highest standard of excellence that the Empire has to offer.
0: All red and white, right?
1: Yes, with the commander stripe.
0: With the, well, it's not really a stripe, though, is it? It's kind of like a triangle.
1: It, well, yeah, it's it's an angled stripe that runs down uh, the, I guess if you're facing him, the left side of the helmet. That stripe then continues down his arms and down the center of his chest.
0: The only other person who needs to be standing at any other sort of attention. <laughs> What's that guy look like? Minister
2: Bloom is not at the perfect attention as it were uh one of his legs his knees always sort of bobbing up and down and shaking even when he's standing he doesn't quite pace in small circles but he sways from side to side a little bit definitely would want to be considered an untrained soldier he is standing very upright, very tall, very confident he's he squares his shoulders off about almost everyone that he talks to. He is as as lanky as almost a human being can get. Um, <laughs> you know at, at times it almost looks like maybe there's no bone structure at all underneath the uh, his, his jacket. He's young. He has a very young man's face, uh, dotted with freckles all over it, very clear blue eyes that give off almost a calming allure. Until you get down to his mouth, which is always in a slightly cocky, crooked smile, and he's he's very intently listening, um, but almost is implying that this needs to move quicker without saying a word. Sure,
0: there is a third person in the room. I think everyone's oh. used to him following you. Around. Absolutely. Yeah. So it depends
1: uh, on whether or not, honestly, uh, the inquisitor would put up with him being there. She might leave him out of the room for a show of power.
0: So. Uh, You look behind the Inquisitor Mm -hmm. and uh, there's a lot going on back there. There is a woman who is like blanched white uh, wearing a red sweater dress who is stirring that green cauldron and uh, attaching shining threads from it up to a hollow map of the universe. She is black hair with a white streak and seems pretty intent on that. Sitting near her is a uh, green-skinned child with a spattering of black tattoos across her face and a little robe. Who's just kicking her feet, paying close attention. The the older woman is ignoring her. There are also several children fighting in the dojo arena. Nobody really has matched uniforms or anything. This is kind of an informal place, um, despite the austerity of this desk. So, no, it's not that weird that the third member of our party is present.
4: This third member of the party, uh, this is Zero. He is actually kind of just taking a stroll, just taking in the entirety of the place. Um, I assume we've been here before several times, but it's one of...
0: Well, you guys, you're kind of new to the Death Star now. This is, uh, I think you've been here... Like a month and a half? You've had this job a little longer than that, but you've mostly been on Star Destroyers.
1: Um, and for Psynox, uh, is how familiar is the Death Star to me?
0: Ava turns around and snaps off a salute to you. Oh, great. Yeah, you you hang out here a bunch. Great.
4: So kind of just strolling around this open area it's just sort of taking in this witch <laughs> magic and the uh, the the tiny little death machines in training <laughs> is uh is zero and he's in his more he's in his formal attire I think out of the people that have in, been introduced he's the least formal mm-hmm. um of the bunch he's wearing like a broad shouldered long sort of like trench coat that's like tight around the waist Um, very formal fitting but the left arm has been unceremoniously removed and you can see like his mechanical arm that is just sort of out and on display. So one of the things that happens is that Blue orders several different styles of the same arm, 4-0. Right. This particular arm is a solid yellow with a streak of gray down the middle. Uh, The yellow is kind of like that yellow that you would have met that you see uh, Bumblebee yeah. uh, Transformers.
0: Very bright yellow.
4: Yeah. And uh, he's just sort of like pretty much just going around to all of the opening spaces, like the, the, the windows that overlook just the expansiveness of this facility Mm -hmm. and he's just kind of got like his display helmet sort of displaying uh like wide-eyed emojis and every now and then you hear like a sort of digital ooh, Mm -hmm. and then man the credits in this place uh and so he's not really paying attention to what's going on over there because he knows that no matter what the credits are going to come in and that's all that matters
0: interesting interesting inquisitor lufan steeples her fingers
3: while rehabilitated you'll remember metalorn did serve primarily as a b1 production facility prior to mustafar they'll be celebrating the conversion of their last clanker pit within the week with the mouth of the Cretan arrows right there and adherence reports coming in below secure thresholds moff Tarkin has requested that commander clone make an appearance for the deactivations in addition to the ribbon cutting we've received a request from one minister Diamond. Her requests for motivational support in activating Metalorn's workforce have been growing increasingly urgent. We're not going to allocate further resources to her sector, but the scanners Metalorn's churning out are vital to this facility's operations. See that we won't encounter further production delays. Your packets cover the rest. Questions?
2: If I may ask... (laughs) I'm confused what the purpose of a minister is on this particular task. Well, of course, I'm willing to do whatever needs to be done for the Empire. I don't see in the briefing what the, 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 the purpose of my, my stead on this
3: mission is. One would think the success of the Commander Clone program was your time. It is your brainchild. But consider this a fact-finding mission. Minister Diamond's reports have repeatedly linked morale issues with Hollownet programming in the sector. As more production planets are staffed, we anticipate this particular variety of unrest is spread, so it behooves you to understand the problem with your programming now. As I said, fact-finding.
2: Fact-finding for me. For the hollow nut. Of course it is.
4: I give a nice wide smile.
0: Uh, she looks completely unfazed. Um. Uh...
4: I'd, I'd just like to say that there's probably an open channel between us. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. All, yeah. You, you can
0: always... Points. So he yeah. so Blue has glasses that aren't glasses because nobody wears glasses because yeah. they don't have eye problems in space. They fixed those. Yeah. But instead, it hooks him up to the holonet whenever he wants it to. Um, so that has a permanent earpiece.
1: Okay. So he's got Google Glass...
0: Uh huh. And he can, and he wears gloves that let him type all the time. So you guys can always be in conversation.
2: Can we be in conversation that is not audible?
0: It is secret, yes. Okay.
4: Um, All
0: you need to do is type, and he gets a readout, and then he speaks to you, and no one else can hear it.
4: There's a like a ping on your screen, and a little text pops up like, smile big, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Bigger. I know what
2: I'm doing, and apparently they're going to be putting us on the ground again, right where we belong. Certainly. Good use of resources by the Empire. Yeah, I need to talk to more people. More
4: distressed people, that's what I need.
2: (laughs) So then, out of the conversation, I I, I kind of, I I pat Synox on the shoulder. Well, looks like we're getting deployed again.
3: It would appear that is the case. Now I'm going to be sending you all out with a crew of regs.
1: Understood. Why was the squad I requested not assigned to this mission?
3: Rancor Squadron has been deployed to Utipal, alongside one of my agents. We can't waste them on a publicity stunt. The regs will do.
2: Understood. I pull up the screen real quick in front of me, just sort of turning to the right out of the conversation, and i doing a little bit of work while this is continuing on.
3: Minister Ranga, do you have any further questions about your mission?
2: I, I hit a few more keystrokes, close out the computer. No, I believe it's all in the briefing.
3: And the outline, requisitions meet your standards. If you have any requests, now is the time.
2: Uh, my request will come in
1: formal and writing very shortly.
3: That does fine.
1: After I confer with my team.
3: 1812, do you have any additional requests?
1: I do not believe so, ma'am.
3: Do you feel adequately briefed?
1: I do indeed. I appreciate the chance to lend assistance in material requests for the mission.
3: Wonderful. Don't get stuck out in the goo. Dismissed.
0: And she just turns away. Then starts working on something else, trusting you guys to see yourselves out.
2: I, get, I give the nod to zero. Let's get out of here. This
4: place is dangerously huge.
2: It is quite an impressive structure. I do believe they need to work on their, their branding for it, most certainly, but mm-hmm. uh, other than that, what do you think, Synox?
1: About what? About this mission. What's his rank?
0: He doesn't have a rank. A minister. minister. I'm outside minister. of the structure. hmm
1: Interesting. About what, Minister Renga?
0: Ah... <sighs>
2: The mission, I mean, hopefully it's another fluff piece. Seems a little odd looking at the information that I'm getting. We'll, we'll get a further assessment. I do want to say your boys that are going to Utapal just got an extra shipment of supplies. That will hopefully see them fine through just to make sure your mind's on what we're doing. Much appreciated, Minister. Certainly, but we need to get together, myself, Zero, and you, and we need to figure out our plan of attack for what we're going to do here. So why don't we, we make ourselves comfortable in one of these empty offices and see what we can do. So the three of us uh, walk into one of the side offices that is not really furnished. There's enough for us to sit down on, but there's no real supplies. I kind of scan from one side to the other and ugh, terrible. They can't get this place up and running.
0: It has minimal sound dampening because one day this will be a music practice room.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Got to gotta support the arts on the, the discomfort <laughs> sphere. Um, I sit down and then... I bounce back up, and I go out in the hallway, and you hear me yell down the hallway for someone. Three calves, need them immediately. (laughs) Sit back down.
1: Uh, Synox removes his helmet and places it on the table you see his face for the first time he looks to be about in his mid-30s he has a massive scar over his left eye it encompasses uh most of the side of his face in the place of his missing eye he has a cybernetic replacement that glows red the rest of his face is you know very handsome he's like a military uh fit man he does sort of have the close-cropped military cut but there's enough styling there that you can tell that they use him as a propaganda piece even if they only shoot him from a certain side and we've gotten very good at adapting to oh that. i'm sure
0: Something I think is really noteworthy about the scar is that is in the shape of the triangle that they use on the helmet. Clearly, those helmets were structured after Commander Synox.
2: (sighs) We have one doozy of a mission.
1: I don't know how we're going to make it through, Minister.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you you ready for this, Synox? Here's what was so important they had to call us here for a meeting and have a wonderful battle prep over. I pull up the screen in front of me. I actually project it out to the wall where we we see an overlay of the planet Metalor. All you see from my eyes are these two big, bright, bright glowing orbs from where the, the glasses are projecting this. And, of course, my crooked smile underneath of it. This is Metalor and we're being sent down here to give you all a brief history of what is going on. This used to be a production facility for battle droids. During the Clone Wars, since then, that operation has ceased since the Empire took control over it, Uh, and now they build power cells and sensor equipment. Very mundane
4: stuff. Didn't this planet also used to function as an underground prison cell?
1: It's privileged information. I'm privileged. Come on, Cy. Clearly you are. (laughs) Yes, there was a prison facility operating within the planet, it was a separatist prison facility it has since been neutralized and no reports from command has said what they're using it for now if anything
2: and that would be something that we will take a look at before we get into the mission um let's just do a little research and i pull up a board in front of me i go click 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 yep and let's do some research make here. me
0: a hard computers check a hard computers i think you get both a black and a blue to this you roll that as Blue hearts is doing something. Three. Uh, hearts three. As Blue is doing something on the computer or on the hollow display that is miraculously popping out and exuding from his person. You make that handily, right?
1: Uh, yeah. Yes. One
2: success. I'm sorry, no. Two successes, uh, two
1: advantages.
0: He starts doing that, and there's a tentative knock at the door.
1: I get up and open the door.
3: There are three calves here.
0: This is a
1: very nervous stormtrooper. Thank you, soldier. Uh,
3: Commander, this isn't my job.
1: Understood, soldier. Eddies.
0: Thank you. They head off. You have three calves.
2: Thank God. Thank, thank. I don't even think that either. Yeah. Thank, thank. Um. Thank,
0: thank. Yeah, you don't think that.
2: I, 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 I grab one of the calves, swig about half of it down. Clearly this is not his job. I slam it down on the table.
0: Yeah, so the guy who used to run this place is one of the people responsible for some of the bad stuff that happens to Twi'leks. He'd taken a bunch of people prisoner. They were down there for a long time. And it says that you recovered them, but looking at all of the stuff, it doesn't look like they were ever returned to Ryloth. Also, there have been shipments of uh, Wookiees coming in? If you bloop, 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 bloop. Oh, that's right. This is very close to Kessel.
1: What do I know about Kessel?
0: What do you know about Kessel? What would I
1: need to roll to know what I know about Kessel?
0: Um, Either Underworld or Outer Rim.
1: What is the difficulty?
0: Tell me what you're trying to find out, sort of, and then I can give you some stuff. I
1: want to know, like, officially what the story is on Kessel. Being around High Command, it's hard not to know certain things. Yes. So what do I know and how is it spun?
0: That's a three.
1: That is nothing. Okay. I know nothing.
0: You know nothing. You know of the location of castle.
2: So, as we can see, there is a lot of questionable action as far as what is or is not still happening with the prison that the Empire would not like everyone to see, but I feel as we are going down to it for this important mission that we should know everything that we're walking into, and that takes us to what we're actually being sent down here to do. Minister Diamond is having some issues, as it were, with the local population. Um, There's concerns of uprising. There's possible some concerns of revolt and dissension. That's part of what we're going to do to assess the situation, find out what's going on with that. But really, we're going down there to shoot a propaganda piece.
1: Question, Minister. Are we there on behalf of the other minister, or are we working for ourselves? We are most certainly working for ourselves. Clarifying question.
2: And I, I, I look, when I say working for ourselves, I look over at uh, Zero and I give a nice slow nod. I return that nod. Clarifying question.
1: Are we there to make the minister look good or look bad? I'm not used to this sort of political talk. I'd just like to know what the mission is. I've yet to meet the minister yet, so I haven't decided that answer.
2: Understood. We'll figure that out once we get on planet. Um, But the reason you are being sent is because... How do I put this gently? You have to cut a ribbon.
1: I... Read the briefing, I do understand what my role is in this mission. What was it?
2: Was it for an opening or a closing?
0: It is for a repurposing of the facility. So no longer making droids, bright new future, technology that'll improve the lives of all citizens of the Empire.
2: We're there to shoot a video, to repurpose the asteroid facility and they have deemed this worthy of sending all three of us down to planet to make it happen. I get to watch you smile your pearly whites. It'll be the easiest money you made, Zero. Mm.
1: Uh, he drums his fingers uh on the table as he sips the calf. Uh, he makes a little bit of a face when he drinks the coffee, but you know he's also he's been drinking military coffee, coffee his entire life. It's calf. What's it come from? Uh, <laughs> calf. A calf. I think it's caffeine. <laughs> what color is it? Oh, it's brown. <laughs> what temperature is it?
0: It's served hot. Okay. Like calf, you know? Yeah. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes bitter?
1: Yeah. Oh, does it? It does, mm. yeah. Uh, so yeah he's been drinking military calf his whole life it's it's got that new metallic taste of a brand new machine that was just installed oh no a Keurig (laughs) those are terrible for the galaxy
0: (laughs) Um, it only
1: affects trash planets
2: and that's what we have that's what we've got sitting on the docket so we're going here to do an opening to see what's going on with this restlessness and descent while we are down there and they found the need to send all three of us in a detachment down to do this now My speculation would be that they would not be wasting the talents of three people such as us if it was going to be such a simple operation.
1: That does make sense. I'm not just adjusting to my new role, and I'm trying to figure out exactly what the purpose of putting someone like me in this role would be.
2: How, how are you adjusting to it? You know, we, 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 we've gotten to interact over the last couple months. We've shot a couple pieces for this. Tell me, what, what, what are you feeling? You're the face of the Empire now. Are we speaking
1: freely, sir? By all means. I would prefer other assignments, sir. Why? I don't feel like I'm doing any good.
2: You don't think we need a man of your stature to cut a ribbon?
1: I feel like there are plenty of men of stature if you want to raise up a prop. There are plenty of props enlisting in the Empire right now. Props that look like everyone else.
4: Zero, would you take his paycheck to cut a ribbon? I would do anything other than go to this dirty planet. Credits are great. I'm going because
1: you're going. All due respect, sir, I don't do this for a paycheck. I never have.
0: You guys know that recently, yeah, since you uh, you guys have gone come on board and put a bunch of free time in Commander Sinox's schedule, he has started up this thing called uh, the Junior Trooper Program and been putting a lot of time into uh, imbuing youths with survival skills and basic marksman abilities, part of a scouting program for Imperial facilities.
1: I believe the impending Imperial Expansion could use a man of more skills in a- a more productive way
4: nonsense ribbon cutting it's right <laughs> up your alley think about it Sai. all those junior troopers seeing you being at the forefront of opening new facilities rebuilding the empire it's great publicity etc etc blah 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 zero starts walking around the room
1: <laughs> <laughs> not my place to make assignments but my opinion was asked for and i have issued it
2: I, uh, I I step forward, I kind of grab Synox around the back of the neck, <laughs> lean in real close. As you ask permission to speak freely, you'll learn that within the confines of these walls, not everyone can speak freely. When we are in the confines of space, we will speak openly. So, what do we think? This is our plan. Uh, what supplies do you feel that we'll need?
0: You bring up a thing of the supplies that have been requisitioned. They are like one camera, and... Um, <laughs> And, like, <laughs> basic rations. The sort of thing where it occurs to you, Synox, or, or even you, Zero, mm-hmm. that if you had stuck around and talked to the Inquisitor about this, this might have been different.
4: Great. This is... This is exactly what we need.
1: I believe I'll need a firearm. If I am to cut a ribbon, I need to look good for the cameras. It would be standard propaganda protocol to have a show of strength and force in front of people for the Empire. Is
2: that the only reason you think you need it?
1: There are a lot of uncertain factors into the mission that we're headed into, and I believe it would be necessary for me to have a gun that I'm familiar with operating.
4: What else you need?
1: I believe that would be it, sir. Uh,
4: how about you throw some grenades in there? Something small, but uh, powerful. Feel like we might be encountering some locked doors.
1: If there are dissidents involved, we absolutely will need stun equipment. Uh, we should get a full complement of stun grenades. Oh, uh, Blue, uh, give me the stun arm. Give me the stun arm.
2: <laughs> and I'm, I'm 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 typing into to my my computer, getting ready to to send a a hollow email out to someone as as you all are reading off the list. Uh, as soon as you say that, I, I give you the smile like, oh yeah. Well, as soon as we get on the ship, we'll get it equipped. Uh, I'm gonna flip a dark side point. Oh, okay. that I have a person on the ship who takes care of my personal ship. Mm-hmm. Um, who is connected in with requisitions, so I'm not even gonna go through official channels. They're just going to get me what I'm sending out to them.
0: Very cool. So he clicks send and the send part fades out and like the little pixelated blue uh light of your thing comes back into focus. Metalorn 75 degrees, the core temperature at a much cooler level, weather and then has like not applicable. Um <laughs> and then you have an approach time that's you you'll be there within the hour.
2: The hour. And it it's late. I'm finishing up the uh the latest episode and uh cc and friends that has has gone out either one of you up and stirring
0: the camera pulls back to be like right in front of the glass it's called yeah. transparent steel thank you <laughs>
3: <Jeez>. <laughs>
0: I have a transparent steel uh, bridge guess um, what
1: color it is though it's glass
4: <laughs> <laughs> i feel like the cockpit area is definitely in terms of everything else in the ship more my domain since blue has other things to be doing and doesn't necessarily bother with piloting Things are a little bit more casual. It's still very nice. There's those crystal decorations, like hanging from the ceiling or whatever. Copilot seats on the left and the right side they're in front of two smaller desks control desks that you know if you need to you can throw whatever main control was being done up in the, the main pilot seat in the middle the dead middle there's like this more domed area that is like it rises up above and around and then sort of dips down into where the seat of the cockpit is because since this is the your boss Ship. The way that it works, uh you boss
0: butt boss. (laughs) Sorry. Um
4: since this is your boss butt ship, uh you're the The boss bottom ship.
2: (laughs) Boss boss rear end ship. God, that was a top ten hit two years ago.
0: (laughs) It's wizard. This ship is pretty wizard. (laughs)
4: Oh no. The cockpit is sort of designed to also double as sort of a sleeping compartment. So at the push of a button, this lowered command seat, which is at the forefront of this guy, it sort of reclines back to an extreme angle and then just moves into that domed area, Mm. which is just sort of like the pod in which the captain can sleep. That's where Zero sleeps. But in this moment right now, he's just kind of, we're in autopilot mode. He's just making various systems checks. On the the front screen of Zero's uh, helmet is just kind of like just scrolling an ellipses, just like dot, dot, mm-hmm. dot, and then they go go blank and the dot dot dot, 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 dot," as he's just sort of maintaining of the ship's path. Blue walks up into the cockpit
2: and sits in the passenger seat beside you, powers down the computer, sits back and <sighs> do you need something? No, we're good. We're good. You get the piece done. The editors will finish it up. I'm just just obsessing. You know I obsess. I ob- obsess way too much.
4: Can I be honest with you? Yeah. The theme song's terrible. <laughs> you think so? The theme song is terrible, and I should have told you that during the premiere. But the Listen, theme song is I, awful. I debated that for so long.
2: So long. There are so many strange instruments. I thought instruments.
4: you liked it. I, dude, you need to learn how to read a face, a digital face. I was lying to your face, man. Uh, you
2: would lie to me like I, that on oh, well, this okay. important it of a was, thing.
4: It was more. I wasn't. It wasn't Hold a lie. On. It you wasn't like a the... lie. I like switch over to like the main autopilot, and then I get up and I we sort of oh, meet face to face. The main
0: autopilot blue customizes everything because he's just yeah when he's bored. So like <laughs> the main autopilot puts like a little hollow of a little you. Oh my
4: goodness. <laughs> 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 oh wait, wait. Can it? Can it be like it's? It's literally like it's it's, a fourth to scale. Yeah. So everything is still moving, but the the hollow is like it's moving, but it's not connecting with anything. Mm-hmm. So it's like a tiny it's like little, a little
1: doll.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it's the note that they're in screensaver mode so that they remember to take it off. <laughs> uh, uh, wait, wait, wait,
4: wait, 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 wait. So it wasn't a lie. It was not a lie. It's just you asked me how I felt about it. I didn't say anything. And then you were already on your next thought by the time I had a chance. I
2: hired a 136-piece. String quartet. Do you know what <laughs> the <laughs> expense was for that? Say that number. You, say you, that, you that number again. Say that number again and tell me
4: if that doesn't seem like a lot of a hundred
2: and thirty. That's a lot of strings. Yeah,
4: that's a lot of strings. <laughs> that's like like uh, five times that. That that, that that's uh,
2: 80, 58 No, no, that's my math is terrible. Um, the <laughs> I, I plug into the number and then say <laughs> the correct number. Do you know how many strings that is? You know how many individual strings that is? As an I don't care how many string. individual strings that is. alone on the strings but, and I start tabbing some up
4: going, hold on, hold on. You, I get back in the am, seat. <laughs> I get back why in the am seat I You have no taste in music, and I, I literally... I, I have a, I have very good... Could, if you would come to one of my shows, you would know that I have great taste uh, in music.
2: A hundred and some of the Empire's greatest musicians, and you have no appreciation.
4: I, and, have, and I look, hold, on, hold on, hold on. I have remixed that thing into a million different better iterations. Just listen to the demo I sent you.
2: I type it all in, and I shoot the email of the, of the song to Sinox. Um, <laughs> listen, we're going to get another no, Another opinion
1: on this because I'm not I'm not following your. You said it was late. What time? Yes. would it be about? Because Cynox goes to bed early and wakes.
0: Um, that's up to you healthy, guys. And wise. Yeah, that's is he How
1: night and day. We're in space travel right now, going he, to a planet.
0: Yeah, um, so, right so you so you set things up to best adjust your things so you're not as jet lagged when you arrived. Okay, so, so when he, you arrived, theoretically,
2: you would probably be actually close to waking up anyway because okay. if we're an hour from planet, yeah. you probably want to wake up thirty minutes. Prior oh yeah, so to, he's
1: probably you know doing his morning exercises or something.
2: Oh okay. So yeah, so all of a sudden you get you get a beep. It's it's just just, the subject
4: line is listen to this.
0: (laughs) I I need to know what are your morning exercises and did you wake up the four stormtroopers that were sleeping? Oh, the, oh,
1: we got sent with troopers. You
0: have four stormtroopers. Oh,
1: man, that changes so much <laughs> of what's happening. Yeah,
0: so what is what is going down right now? We're running combat drills. Okay, and um, where are they on the ship?
1: Yeah, what are the facilities like on the ship? Is there a workout room?
0: It's So these things, <laughs> yeah. it's what you want it to be. Oh,
2: and, and there was. There, there, oh, there, there has to be. Exactly. Yeah. There is <laughs> yeah. an Actually, and an dojo. It, it goes with all the wood architecture. There is a dojo that is on the ship. It's not really big enough for the exercises you would normally run, but it's mm-hmm. sort of it, it'll make do um, just within the room of the ship. But it's it's set up and it has all of these different weapons, and it has as paper scrolls actually because a ridiculous amount of expense has been been applied to to get these. You know, and and that would probably be the the space that you would have. It's a little cramped for military drills, but again, it, enough to make do.
1: So what you see is Synox standing in front of how many <laughs> troopers are in the squad? Four. Standing in front of uh four out of costume stormtroopers <laughs> who are drenched in sweat and uh right now struggling to maintain a facade of being even breathed. Uh Synox also appears to be sweating. Uh you know, it's a nice light sweat. Uh his breath is fully in control yeah. as he is walking up and down the line. Okay? So there's a chance for dissidents on this planet, which means we need to run disarm drills. I will be playing the role of a dissident, and I expect you gentlemen to disarm me. I will be holding this. He picks up (laughs) a stun stick. It has been deactivated. It is not going to stun you. I want you to disarm me, you have access to any Imperial melee equipment or anti-riot equipment that you desire. We begin the drill in five minutes. You have a chance to drink water. Sir- At gentlemen. <laughs> and they all slump.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and
2: then you get an email notification.
0: Where is it? Everybody has, like, hollow equipment and, like, Bluetooth junk on them all the mm-hmm. time. So what's yours look like? Oh, it's his bucket. Oh, your bucket yep. just beeps whenever it...
1: His eye will... A change with a, like a notification letting him know that he has a notification mm-hmm. but like his main interface is his bucket i suppose that he could get all sorts of information and readouts in his eye yeah.
0: <laughs> cyborg team activate yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: he uh walks over to his bucket and he actually puts it on uh he's putting on light training armor can't get injured in the exercise even if there's no danger of it you
0: also got specific instructions from blue last night to not let your face get touched
1: ah perfect Synox gets the listen to this notification um <laughs> And it's like, are orders our uh, orders?
2: <laughs> and the, cha- the chaos, <laughs> the,
1: the total <laughs> chaos <laughs> well,
2: of 134 <laughs> it, and it starts 10.
1: slow. He walks back to the center of the floor <laughs> and the stings start slow and low. Uh, and uh, Synox looks in front of the men as they return to their line one has a riot shield and baton
0: one um, is picking up a like bow staff from the wall of the dojo and, and looking the other at it uncertainly
1: has a proto electro uh, that that we see the first order use in uh, oh, the force the awakens early version of it's that. like an early version of that spinning device oh. um, yeah. and the last one gosh what is the last melee weapon that the empire has I suppose the, one of those stuns staffs well that, they uh, do
0: they have combat knives the one takes the combat knife out of his boot and looks at it with fear it, he, he,
1: he takes the combat knife out um and he looks like questioningly to Synox, who gives him a nod uh so that the strings are starting slow and then uh as <laughs> they start the to hit as they start to hit up uh like the peppy <laughs> upper strings play and he <laughs> nods to them and <laughs> they begin to fight uh <laughs> He's easily deflecting, just using his arms, not even uh, resorting to the uh, stick that he has. Yeah. Um, slowly, he's like, it's really just pushing them off to the side. Uh, eventually, as they like start getting frustrated and attacking with more ferocity, he's tripping them and putting them on the ground.
4: As the intensity of this scene picks up, like it cuts back into the the cockpit, and zero sort of just like moves blue's hand aside and like punches in his own keys to like send in like the <laughs> remixed version yes! and so now you start get to like getting like 808 kicks and and then like high hats <laughs> when
1: the beat drops uh you you see that he has placed the stick underneath his arm uh the only student left appears to be the student with the vibro knife, uh, and he's simply dodging all of the slashes right now. Uh, the student's like, like g- first going forward with you know big, comfortable, even slashes, then starting to resort to stabs as he overextends himself. Uh, Synox just punches him lightly each time in the same place. <laughs> if
0: the kid falls back. Well, the camera goes back over to Blue.
2: Yeah, and and what, what I've done is now I I've, I punch the same sequence of numbers uh, back into your computer system. There is nothing kids love more than stringed instruments. You are simply <laughs> wrong. The
0: <laughs> strings flare again. The guy who had fallen caught catches himself, springs back up, and with renewed strength tries to fight <laughs> you really, Wait, really hard. Is the music,
4: is is Synox <laughs> the only one that can hear the music? Yes. Or yes. It, oh, yes. Oh, okay. All right. all great, great, great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, how do you take uh, it, down this it, fool?
1: It ends with uh, him going in for a stab, uh, Sinox uh, moving very, very slightly and stepping into him, and he just knocks him down with a subtle move of his shoulder onto the ground.
0: The music peters out after five minutes, you know, like a normal show intro. <laughs> uh,
1: five minutes. Then he walks, uh, Psynox, uh grabs the bucket off of his head, uh, places it down. Uh, on the, like, the equipment rack where it was sitting. And um, he goes, all right, good work. Uh, a little bit over enthusiastic near the end, but I appreciate your pep. Uh, hit the showers, breakfast in 30.
4: And then, like, there's, like, so it's, it's still on Sinox, and then you have uh, battered troopers, like, disheveled and grabbing their things, like, oh, man, <laughs> we're going to kill them." Uh, and then uh, there's an intercom that pings to life, and then it's just so what did you like well
1: i think with that he's actually gonna go (laughs) okay upstairs (laughs) he's like he's got uh one of the gym towels uh he's headed up to i guess the main rooms would be pretty close to the captain's area the bridge of the ship and he's obviously you know got one of the officer's suites or whatever it is. Yeah, so your,
0: you have to pass ship. across the calf area to get to your quarters. So right. you'd pass by where they can see you. He,
1: yeah, head, heading to his quarters, um, you know, he sees you guys. I imagine you wave him in.
2: Yeah, yeah, we we, we wave mm-hmm. in. And we're, we're still furiously going back and forth. Yeah. The next thing you're going to tell me is you don't like the ending 10 minute song. The, the you know, ten, what, what else ending, are you
0: going to drop on me?
4: How much time do you have for actual show? It's a
0: 30 minute show. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and it's, it's 15 minutes <laughs> of art. <laughs> (laughs) It is art for kids. 15 minutes of self-indulgent. Production. This yes. is. I'm just saying. You're great at what you do. I thought I, I knew you. I, I th- thought I knew. This goes out in two hours. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, two hours. Then, uh, this is the sixth episode, man. It's already happened. I'm just saying, gentlemen,
1: a little composure. The troops are about to walk by, and like we stand stiff, like looking at each other uh, a little bit as the tired stormtroopers <laughs> limp <laughs> by to the showers. I,
2: I, I actually cut you a quick like, what did you just say? But then then I remember what the <laughs> conversation that we're having
0: the camera as soon as you were like composure gentlemen the camera just zoomed in on the white stripe of light across blue's eyes
2: But then, smile comes back to my face. Synox, Please, please explain to Zero the importance of stringed instruments.
1: Uh, string's very popular. Could have used...
4: <laughs>
1: Could have used more brass. It's a military song, isn't it not? It's, well, a- it's a kid's show.
4: It's a... Wait, this is... Hang on. Yeah. This is for Captain... Or clone... Captain Clone? <laughs> Captain Commander, clone, clone, commander, clone,
2: commander. It's for clone commander and the young troopers. Okay,
1: yeah, it should sound like the Imperial March. Ba 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 ba. Lots of pops. Brass Instruments. Oh, well, well, we, the, we, need a,
4: we need a fourth opinion. He's not in charge opinion. of music, clearly. I'm, hold on. It should sound patriotic. We use Brass. This is the most emotion I've ever seen from you. I type in
2: uh, a couple of... I cannot get the 134 back in two hours. Like, that is just
4: organization that cannot happen at this stage. I'm saying it's... Probably not going to happen this season. Maybe think of a new one for next season. It's a branding issue.
1: What's something you can hum? It's like
4: changing "We Are Adventurers"
2: halfway through. You can't just change the song. You
1: can't hum a tune.
2: That oh hundred?
1: How many <laughs> stringed enough. instruments was it? 134.
0: 134? Rec- 136. If, 136. I can't yell that,
1: if I can't yell that tune to a squad while I'm running them through their exercises, oh, I don't see the point. Is it a military tune? It's a traditional song. It's the songs I grew up on. And I want
2: a whole generation of kids to grow up on these songs. It's not oh. what you listen
4: to. Uh, Zero comes up and like places a, a hand on his shoulder. Is like, blue... You grew up weird. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, man.
1: If that led to that song, I'm gonna have to agree with it.
4: <laughs> I, I hold my hand up for a high five with Synox. Synox
1: uh does a very
0: <laughs> Oh like
1: regimented you, high five. Do yeah. you
0: snap it or do you put it your does, hand yeah, he, into like, his hand? It's, oh, okay, it's a quick okay. Snap, a very quick. Chambered snap. in fire. <laughs>
4: Look, it's your baby. It's your baby, all right? You do whatever you want, and I think the galaxy likes it, okay? Listen, we'll, I just... we'll, we'll, we'll let the kids decide. It's all right. Sam okay.
1: Coruscanti, at least. Everyone's a critic. Everyone's a critic.
2: <laughs> Listen, there's 15 minutes of music in every 30 minutes <laughs>
4: all right. Wait, and there's you have commercials, and, and right? commercials okay. yes. Do
2: you have any idea how much that saved on production costs? <laughs> which was needed because when you spend that much money on 136 and that was just the first band. There's so much recycled animation sword? too. <laughs> we get a solid
1: solid minute and a half of new content. Every, every. episode. <laughs> every punch that Synox does is the, the same, same. punch. <laughs>
0: Oh my god. Yes. Okay. All
1: right.
2: It's going out. It's going out as is. Okay. People will love it. People, people, uh, people will love it. People will watch it. People, people damn right, people will watch it. I got to learn the space cussing too.
1: Well, as long as it moves dolls, that's all damn that matters, is right? Okay. Proceeds <laughs> go to uh, retired clone troopers. Oh, do
0: they? That <laughs> was part of my contract. <laughs> yes.
1: What are the, uh, Sinox, what, what are the soldiers we got, like? They're green. Pretty green. I wouldn't put them uh, in too hairy a situation, but training's good. Not as good as it could have been, uh, it's clearly just a couple years.
2: Okay, so your little soldier thing didn't go well. That's fine. How clean are their uniforms? Are they pressed? Can they stand at attention well? Do they know how to take orders and presentation?
1: They know how to march, like every soldier's been taught how to march, and all the equipment's new. So, yes, uh, and they I... look like the dolls that you're trying to sell.
2: There we go. That's what I want to hear. Look at that. They look like dolls that's outstanding are they cute are they adorable stormtroopers i mean market says we need cute now like you're cute as a button you know that with the helmet on of course on the right side (laughs) that
1: why they rounded the eyes on the new buckets
4: brand research is brand research Okay. At this time, I've already made my way. I've already like thrown my hands up. They're talking jibber jabber. I'm going back to the cockpit. Um, and um,
1: Just wave the hologram away. Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah the, the,
4: the I love you. <laughs> Get out of
2: here. <laughs> I, uh, I I shout out to the front. Why don't you send uh, send the, the docks a notice that we'll be landing soon? Why don't you get your boys ready? Uh, Sinox, get the, the troops together, make sure they're good, make sure they've got the makeup kits, go through everything with them, that they're bright, shiny, and new, have all of that. Have you been taught that side of it yet? Let me set a reminder. I pull up the screen again, type in a reminder we need to get.
1: I believe that's a droid's purview, sir.
2: Sign, sign up for, you're going to trust a droid to the good looks of yourself, come Come on now. Makeup lessons for Sinock, music lessons for Zero.
4: 86, that last thing you said.
0: (laughs) 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 Oh you guys trying to do little computers checks against each other, <laughs> and blue letting blue always let zero think he's one. Of course, and oh, yeah, then just changes
3: it.
4: My like robotic hand does computer gestures like almost automatically. Mm. So I think because that's something from you, and I feel like you already know how to undercut that system. Certainly, yeah. But
2: I let mm. you win like thirty to forty percent of the time when it doesn't matter, just so you're you're still not sure. <laughs> so, so just to clarify, this doesn't matter. Oh no well no the, the music no I'm signing you up for lessons <laughs> um, and that is vitally important because clearly we need to change the the right. entire and catalog of what you are listening to
4: and i am going to schedule what are you, in the cantina music i mean come I'm on i'm going to schedule in about six more uh training practices uh because <laughs> you your front kicks have been looking pretty sloppy
2: little listen kid. I, I i've got low kata. i've i've got it down it's fine it's uh, you is me? it Is it? Um, Listen, I hear you. Lower stances, higher kicks. Lower stances, higher kicks. I've heard you over and over and over again. You
4: saying it back to me doesn't mean anything. When I can see you doing it, your stances are high, your kicks are high, you're off balance. How about we just call it a wash? I'll make
2: you a deal. Two extra training sessions from you in the dojo. I'm giving this to you. All right. Let's hear the other part. Okay. The whole time we listen to that intro song and you learn to love it. Oh, the
4: whole time.
2: The whole time. It's only like one and a half playthroughs. I'm gonna kick your Griffin
1: butt.
0: We get a, a swipe. Where are we going to? Yeah. So it's
1: the ship touching down. It's yeah, the yeah. classic planet arrival. Planet shot. arrival,
0: yeah. That it uh it
1: swoops in. We
0: haven't described this ship yet, so oh please allow me. Yeah. Um <laughs> about O Class Yacht, they are very custom but generally really streamlined beautiful ships that are are made to look like um, what we on Earth would think of as a manta ray. They have a um, a very curved bowed uh, structure. They're made by a guy from an aquatic planet. And that is his homage to his hometown. They, they, none of them, they don't have any like sharp lines. It's all smooth curves. This thing is, I imagine it is royal blue with some paler accents. What do you think?
2: Oh, yeah, I, I, absolutely.
0: All of the bits that would be metal look like they're porcelain instead. Very, uh, not, not chromed either, like matte and smooth. And also, oh, what was it? It's not glass.
1: transparent steel. And uh, transparent steel. steel.
0: Uh, large transparent steel docks. It, in the back, it, it has an observation booth. It approaches a planet that is uh, gray and black and red. There appear to be volcanic pits uh, kind of in states of eruption. But as as we zoom in closer, we realize that those are artificial structures, that there aren't any actual volcanoes, um, that it's just extremely industrial. Make me a, a daunting... <laughs> Perception is the right thing, but there are other things you could do for it too. It's to see something on uh, approach of the planet that uh, most people would not see. I think you also have one black to the check because there is kind of a smog. A smog. <laughs> there is a dragon. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just what, a small is daunting dragon. four or five? Uh, four.
4: four. Uh...
1: One threat.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just a failure and a threat? That
1: is a... a, a, For me, I have a single success Uh and four threats.
0: (laughs) Okay, um, tell me about the scanner. I imagine that this ship catches things that are coming in at it so tell me about the computer system
2: oh yeah it, it, it is everything on the computer system is as as top of the line and as good as can possibly be fit into a ship this size okay um so if, if it's possible to have it
0: there are a few different foci for computers uh lynn used to have a ship that specialized in long range scanners, so you'd ro- she'd roll up to a planet, scan the thing, finding out information about the life forms and the pattern, the weather patterns, and uh, like what's going on internal to the planet. Are there catacombs there that I can go adventure in? Um, I don't
4: believe I have those. You
0: don't it, have that type of thing. Yes. Okay. Um, so because the I stuff looked that- at
4: it mechanically. While you're looking that up, you said it's the top, brand newest of everything. Um, oh yeah. And so I I need to know when that happens. Are you are you the type of person to get The newest thing like, you are in the cutting edge of technology, bleeding edge of technology, which may come with it, the inherent bugs of the first draft, or is like, this is like, I'm, I have an Apple Watch, but I got an Apple Watch like three months after the Apple Watch came out, they got the kinks worked out.
2: No, I I use my network to get, I mean, stuff before it's anywhere else out. I get it as early as absolute possible, And, and you've seen me go through many iterations of this, Zero, of I get it, I immediately hate every thing that I get. (laughs) I always think it's terrible. Uh I throw it and destroy it in a fit uh, (laughs) with the exception of a couple little things Mm. that then I really like and say that they're the best thing ever. And then I use those until I find something else that I don't destroy in a fit. Gotcha.
0: Cool, cool, cool. So make me a uh, a three difficulty with two black things computers check for it's yours but it's for the ship, you know, that's for things that you've set up. Um,
2: let me see. I'm not sure I have anything that will help me actually on that. Go for. Okay. it. Yeah,
0: it is it is to break a code.
2: It is to break a code. I get to remove two black dye. Cool. When breaking a code and that is codebreaker. Woohoo. A wash with three advantages.
0: So your screen pops up with like the pink that would be a bad thing and then like at the same time comes up with the call from the the planet the um the standard routing info. You see a section of the planet where like a a ship a transport goes into the planet in an area that should be like just uh, trash coming out. That's the the stuff that logically makes sense, but looking at it you're like, "Uh, oh. That's probably where the prison is, so that must be the entrance.
1: So, uh, Synox would Im- would immediately go to Imperial Records, uh-huh. and uh, I want to know the call sign of that ship and what that ship's designated.
0: That's a personnel transport.
1: Is it Imperial?
0: Yes, it's Imperial, and it like has a uh, immigrants. A lot of people have been immigrating to this planet, legitimately immigrating, you know, and that is how the record is set up.
1: So, Imperial transport transporting immigrants. So it's transport. Supporting civilians, yeah. Um,
0: who are going to be making their lives here.
1: Okay. Well, that's clearly wrong. Okay. So he makes a note of that, types it into his, you know, report, and continues uh, you know, with the landing preparations. He's preparing his troops.
2: Let me also uh I'm gonna flip a dark side point. Uh-huh. Um thank I, you. I want to make it so that oh, you say thank you, but it's gonna have nothing to do with anything that's relevant, right? <laughs> um On my, I want to have set up my ship because I frequently take uh, dignitaries transport them, speak with them, everything like that on my ship. Yeah. I want to have my ship's computer set up so while there are sort of general access terminals, it does meticulous backup and recording of everything that's been searched so that way I can know exactly what anyone who's accessed my computers have done.
0: Oh, absolutely. Uh, I don't think, I don't know if you know this about yourself, but you film everything that happens yeah. Oh, in yeah. any, like, on your ship, on you, yep. from Zero. I don't know if Zero even knows that. That's not <laughs> setting you up for a fall at all. No.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, it worked yeah. for Nick. And really well- <laughs> <laughs>
0: Absolutely everything's recorded, and you are immediately alerted whenever anybody's like they Google cat pics and you have the option to like you get the cat pics. Ugh, no. You god, know?
1: Zero. Really. Mm-hmm. I love cats. love cats, man. <laughs> Listen. They me- are cloth cats. Oh god.
2: <laughs> Memes are funny the first time. <laughs> I literally have an entire folder that just says Cat picks from Zero. Man, check this one out. <laughs> <laughs> it's so he's go- cute! He's going after the fan. <laughs> I have limitless storage, and it's 55% full. <laughs>
0: uh, so um, the ship comes down into a space The The whole aesthetic here is really industrial. You are met by a woman in her mid-twenties. Oh, uh, wait.
1: So as the landing oh, yeah. dock uh-huh. comes down... The four stormtroopers march in perfect synchronized pattern down the ship. They line the sides. Synox then proceeds down the ramp up front, uh, leading Zero and uh, Blue down.
0: Who have, at least you have to be filming. Oh, yeah, you like, I feel like this I is
1: for, uh, I feel like
4: for this, like, that's got to be like a bot at this point.
0: Oh, you like a blue blub- blub- droid. Yeah. yeah, you have a little flying droid. Yeah,
4: uh,
2: okay, <laughs> <certainly>. <laughs> <Yes>. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's the latest and greatest. This one's new. This is the first time that, that it's being taken out. Yeah. So I've not used this thing to film before. So uh, we're going to see what kind of, hopefully, it works. I've been promised this is the greatest droid and and zero i assure you if it's not i'm going to attach the camera arm again so I, it was your guy who gave me
4: this it's going to happen so if you don't want to have a, a camera arm your guy better have been right i turned to the tiny little droid and i grabbed <laughs> it <and I'm> like, <laughs> don't mess this up for me i'm not going back to the camera Wee! arm There it go <laughs>
0: cool i love those things with the little clicky arms and um, and it has like uh oh it has like a little director scope that it puts up in front of its thing before filming to frame shots (laughs) um uh yeah so meeting you there's a woman in a in a ministry uniform the a brimmed hat with ear flappies she has with her someone with a data pad like a administrative assistant looking looking fellow and then A broader-shouldered individual. Um, She is around your height zero fairly tall and built looks like someone might be able to bust a skull or two if that were necessary just a small compliment as you approach the woman like nods to the assistant and then comes to to meet your party supreme minister
2: indeed minister diamond i presume
0: uh that is correct
2: i'm looking looking her up and down does she seem nervous does she seem excited well i'm trying to get an idea of what her attitude is uh
0: i believe that that is perception versus her deception yeah so what's your perception.
2: Perception I think is two and two, right? Because uh, I just made this. Yep, perception is two green, two uh, yellow. Cool.
0: So she gives you... Uh... Oh,
2: and additionally, anytime that we are next to the ship, I get two blue dye. Any of us do for our social skills because oh, of the, the standing of how impressive the ship is. Yeah. Nice. So when we are in the presence of the ship, all social rolls, we all get two blue die. That is ridiculous. Isn't that cool? That's...
0: So you get two uh, two purple and a red to it.
2: Three successes with an advantage.
0: Okay. The advantage is you get to know the mental state of one of the other two people behind her. Okay. She is extremely nervous. She had put in this request. And you kind of got a little bit of this when you were researching her, as of course you did. Mm-hmm. Um, she put in this request and she did not intend for the Supreme Minister in charge of the net to come out here and is positive that they are looking to reassign her. She got a few months ago, made some comments about how this hunk of junk wasn't worth, you know, that it's a bad outpost. And she had done good work doing various trade things somewhere else. Um so this is a weird place for her to be. You can tell that she she seems a little at her wit's end, but she's good at keeping composure.
2: And what's one of her compatriots? Which
0: one do you want to know about?
2: Uh, I want to look at the bodyguard.
0: The bodyguard is relieved.
2: Minister Diamond, how are we doing today?
0: Uh, very well. All the better for, for seeing you. Welcome to, uh, Metalarn. Thank
2: you. Allow me to introduce, uh,
1: my compatriot on this. Of course, this is...
0: Clone Commander.
1: Uh, he <laughs> does a, he, like, steps to attention and does a salute.
0: Uh, that's, uh, she looks excited. Genuinely excited. Uh, <laughs> that's, we're very excited to, to have you here. That's, um, we've been wiping the facilities clean. I think it's gonna be a great piece. Happy to be here, ma'am. And like she like looks around you at the, the stormtroopers. They they don't get to see a lot of Unit salute <laughs>
1: Um And all of them yeah, in
0: perfect yeah. synchronous Adorable.
2: Hold there, and I I order the droid to get because we have a great shot of in front of my ship. Uh, The the she quickly fixes
0: her hair. The four
2: salutes. um, The uh, I I I grab Zero by the
4: shoulder. I sort of move him two steps to the
2: left, and then two
0: steps to the right. Cheat out. Cheat
2: out. We are in public.
4: And then uh, there's a uh, there's there's like a. a, uh, like a text message that pops up on your glasses. I'm going to kick your criffing butt.
2: <laughs> no, as, as long as you look pretty.
4: <laughs> and I do this and I... What's, what's your hair situation going on? Uh, well, I, everything is enclosed in the domed like helmet. That's right. And, That's right. Like, okay. It's like from like, I guess the tippy top of my head to like where my chin is. It's like a sort of a screen and that screen projects images uh, as I seem fit or it's just straight black. It's a, a smudge or something that i
0: get <laughs> off
4: and center
2: and then one step to the left again i look over at the three of them everything looks fine i take place in the center oh, stand
4: God, <laughs> snobby oh,
2: and everyone hold <laughs> and the droid like makes a 360 circle around to get the full hologram image
4: Ew. <laughs> As it's coming back around, I just give like small finger guns to the little droid. Just cuz. And then it stops. I summon the droid to me. I, I, I
2: review the footage. Like it's a perfect hologram still, except there's a blur of two hands from you. And my eyes just dart straight at you. Everyone hold.
3: Oh my god.
4: And it scans
2: again. <laughs> it, it scans again.
0: Oh. Oh, It's perfect. Uh, This time's even better, though, because the light hits a particular piece of pollution and there's like a lens flare. It's beautiful. It's exquisite. You have the footage.
2: I'm going to compose a piece to this one. Please. This is good. Sign out some of your best work. Thank you, sir. Best work. Oh, no. So I I, I send it doing its thing. So, Minister, um, it is terribly rude to greet us out here. If you would please
1: see us in.
0: Of course. Yeah, she visibly flusters and heads off, trying to figure out how to handle this situation.
1: They begin to walk down, and after uh, I believe like two or three steps, Synox signals to the formation, and they begin their march. Wow,
0: <gasps> what good boys! <laughs> they're being good boys.
1: I, I kind
2: of, I, I kind of make a couple. As we're walking and they're leading us, I, I slow my pace just a little bit to get next to Synox. Synox, watch the big gal. She has a different agenda than the other.
1: Now did sir.
2: And I send a message to you telling you the same thing.
0: Great. So you are led through the facility. I think just make me, um, you can make me a group perception, I think is the best way to do it for stuff that's just like generally going on in the facility.
1: Just got three greens on that.
0: It's an average, so it's not...
4: Three successes and one advantage.
0: You guys will tell me what the advantage is, but generally what this place is, it's what time in the... So you wanted to show up in the morning? Morning, yeah. Okay. It's 8 a.m. It is when normally you would expect people to be commuting, but it looks like the place is already a Uh No one is in the walkways. There are uh, up at the nicer levels here. There are like a few, I guess, storefronts, kind of. Storefronts is inaccurate. Um... Offices is the correct thing. Offices uh, for the inner factory stuff. And those are all manned people at desks, people in the backgrounds of things working. Primarily human, and everyone is wearing the same pale grey jumpsuits. Um, there is no green, really, but once you get into the facility, the temperature is quite temperate. You know, like, it's it's reasonable. There's no indication of living facilities, and once you get down towards uh, where she's taking you to, like, her office, it overlooks some of the actual factory work and you see people hard at work on these open lines that used to be droid-manned and are now full of people, like, manually soldering, um, power cells together. A little more intricate work. That's the main stuff, but you guys have an advantage, so you can establish something about it or ask me further questions.
2: Presumably we pass a couple workers as we're moving through. I want to know how they're reacting to the sight of us and specifically to the sight of Minister, um, Minister Diamond.
0: When they see Minister Diamond, they um, like move to the side, but they don't seem to even see you. They are kind of heads down. That's uh, they have. Kind of a dead-eyed quality. These aren't.
1: Okay. What's the wear and tear on them? Like, are these people with hands in good condition and that sort oh, of thing?
0: Oh, that's a great thing. Um, you make me the, the perception for that. What's the difficulty it's on average. that? It's average.
1: This isn't... Uh, That's a success and a threat.
0: Okay. There's occasional damage, It's but it's damage that is... You see a missing finger or two, but these are things that are healed. You're not seeing bandages and gauze or anything okay. like that. The older the person the the larger the chance of an injury.
1: And this is an Imperial government facility. Yes. Okay.
4: Is there any uh view into like the floor? You of- can see that's yeah. the
0: this is like a It's so weird this is a planet, you know, that's like yeah. we call it a facility and that is the correct way to think about it. But it is a planet. And the, the notorious prison that you've heard of is the core of it. Mm-hmm. So these outer mantle layers are all factories. Okay. Um, and one would presume living quarters at some point. But the offices and then factories are the things closest to the surface. So once you get into the factory area where you are now, like um, there's, uh, I'd say maybe five stories tall, sheer, uh, transparent steel there we uh, go. <laughs> 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 um, offices and overlooking an open factory floor that required that five uh, stories of stuff because you've seen the movies. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the droid building facility were like giant dipper things filled yeah. with molten you know that they were like yeah. they were r- silly <laughs> just silly in, in terms of scale it looks like it's a lot less fire but uh just as much production and uh yeah you can oversee a floor of lots of workers okay uh
4: i have that same sort of wide-eyed emoji as earlier in the the murder ball <laughs> uh, i was like
0: The minister takes you into a particularly large office, and everybody in here is wearing imperial uniforms that are, like, very clean.
2: How many people are in the room?
0: Here? Um, three not too many. Okay. There's uh, someone at a desk and then two people I mean everyone's at a desk but uh, two people at like um, communication stations someone doing more or less the soundboarding for the thing and another person actively overviewing the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, there's a, like a, a transparency steel wall behind them that looks into the minister's office which is the standard minister's thing which is focused kind of on broadcasting and you know that it's like a it's this whole set up you know that she has the right type of mics all ready to go in the one corner and then the desk where she actually gets work done so she leads you all back into there and gestures uh could i get anybody anything that's a, would you waters
2: i pull up the screen uh in, in front of me just in front of everyone type the yes this planet has gotten shipments of calf so of course yes calf would be the appropriate thing to serve
0: Certainly, uh, that she goes over to her desk and keys in an order and then, before you guys have sat, sits.
4: She sits before we do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, she
0: gestured to the, to the chairs.
1: Mm-hmm. I've remained standing.
0: Okay. What about yeah, you? I'm,
1: I'm at attention uh, in front of my soldiers. i by all means, take a seat. Of course.
0: <laughs> the chairs are fine. They're, they're not the, you know, they're the they're I wiggle, wiggle my
2: butt back and forth a little bit and this, th- um. this is not... This is not imported leather. Low-grade this is not... plastic. Fair enough. We're here. <laughs> One in Rome. One in Rome. Here to do a mission. One here is to... Rome. Here to do a mission. when in space, Rome. <laughs> <sighs> so, Minister, were you informed about why we're here today?
0: I believe that you are here to chronicle the opening of Facility 17F? Yes,
2: that is correct to a degree. Um, of course clone commander here. We'll uh, we will be doing a, a photo opportunity at the opening of this, as you've seen, and I point at my little droid that's going around and, and recording everything. And uh, you know, we will hopefully not be in your hair too long. Uh, uh, we'll be have certain supplies that we'll be needing to complete our mission. I will send you a requisition order for what will need to be supplied to us immediately, um, aside from the calf, which still isn't here as my leg keeps bouncing up and down. Um, that would be greatly appreciated. It has been a long trip. As soon as that would arrive would be better.
0: I My people are working on it.
2: Good. Commander, is there anything specific that uh, you feel you need? Nothing, sir.
0: Would you like a tour of the facilities?
2: In due time. Now, you can imagine that they didn't send three people halfway across the galaxy to come and do a ribbon-cutting ceremony.
0: No, it, it's we're greatly honored by your presence. I was not expecting certainly the clone commander, as I understood it from the start, we are expecting you, but uh this is quite an impressive compliment.
2: Uh indeed it is. Why would you speculate that a group such as us would be sent here?
0: There have been uh there have been some problems in the production lines.
2: There have been problems in the production lines. Yes. And how would news of problem the production lines get? All the way up to someone like me.
0: Uh, I think that the reporting structure of the Empire has improved vastly since, uh, since you took over, sir.
4: You're so wildly efficient. (laughs)
0: do you say as the uh the door opens and uh uh, one of the people who was out front comes with uh seven seven calves (laughs) eight calves and she hands one to the minister as well
2: uh i i i take one drink it how is it
0: well that depends i mean it's not
2: good you know (laughs) that they don't
0: get good things out here so it's like it's probably the best that the planet has to offer, but the beans are old they're
2: I choke it down. Soldier's do.
1: addies. They are allowed to fall out of formation and remove go over their to helmets the calf and yeah. take off their helmets. Uh now that I'm thinking about it, since these were fresh faced recruits, these are, you know, funeral compliment marines, meaning they are all very pretty looking young men. Oh yeah. Um, bone structure. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cheekbones brigade over yeah, here.
1: Exactly. A lot lot, lot of cheekbones. I mean, they've all got uh, blue-issued haircuts, but they sort of sit down and they start to relax a little bit um, as they're drinking their calf. Synox, meanwhile, uh, keeps his helmet on, uh, mm-hmm. still ha- is holding his weapon across his chest uh, in ready formation, and has not moved an inch
0: That's since the, he stepped into the room. The the woman, did you take your calf? I took
4: the calf, and uh, I think one of the things that probably I have just always... Zero consumes pretty much everything uh, through straw. Um, so, like the there's a compartment on the arm where it's just like you tap it twice and ah. then it ejects a small straw. And then I just dip it into the the calf and then I'm sipping on it on calf.
0: <laughs> cool. So yeah, the the woman comes up to you, you, notices that you're not going to take the calf, then looks like desperately around the, the gesture
1: is noted and appreciated, man. <laughs>
0: She nods and exits.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, this is this is something, as I set the cup down uh, on the floor where it belongs. <laughs> now, before we get into part B of while we're here, I do have a question for you, Minister. Of course. A very serious question that you should think long and hard about where you are in the world, your current position, your current station, and where you want to go with the Empire. Is that understood? Of course. Explain to me... Your opinion on stringed instruments?
3: Uh,
0: she desperately reads your face. What is the, her? What? A, this yeah. is your passive deception, right?
4: Uh, I yeah. I to get can I? Can we deception? roll a pose? because like I want to like in the I want to like slide in frame right behind it <laughs> and like pr- be projecting a very stern looking face. <laughs> Just like, it's like yes. What are your opinions on stringed instruments? <laughs> just an, ex- an exorbitant amount of stringed instruments. The is that something off of here?
2: Deception. I have three yellow and a green, whatever that translates to. So.
3: Thank you.
0: <laughs> this poor woman may have a red. Okay. Did the program air?
2: The Yeah, yeah, because this is the sixth episode. Yeah. So and he's just bringing this yeah, to my attention it's, it's now. Yeah.
4: Already, it's already across the, the galaxy.
0: Okay. That's a wash. Three threats. <laughs> um, uh, she looks nervously between the two of you. You refer to the children's program that has been coming through the airwaves as of recent? That's actually part of what was in my report out about uh, the, the possible dissent uh, being caused amongst the troops and the low morale of the facility. Uh, So, uh, my personal opinion, stringed instruments are wonderful, but perhaps the climate is not, um, things simply aren't working here. She nods and then pulls up a report (laughs) and and turns it around for you. If you've noticed, productivity since that program has aired amongst the age group of of 8 to 14 has decreased. Uh, I just don't think it's having the effect that uh, one might have hoped for.
1: Heroic narratives not turning out
0: good factory workers? Yes, indeed, which is why I suspect... Stunning. (laughs) That might have something to do with your secondary mission.
2: I'm
4: silent for a few moments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, and I'm just like very sarcastically patting him on the back.
0: Uh.
1: <laughs> Perhaps a factory worker sidekick.
2: Uh. I literally, I stand up and I just walk out of the room.
0: <laughs> she looks after. Oh no! Have I done something to upset him? I
4: no, no. He has to learn this like a big boy.
0: I've I've been I've been com- Ma'am, meticulously if compiling these you reports. You wouldn't
1: mind. I'd like to talk to you about the facility a little bit. Please. Now I've noticed uh, some of this does not appear to be core planet imperial code. The working conditions. I mean, is this a budgetary concern?
0: Yes, we are doing. We are doing the best with what we have as per orders. I understand, ma'am. If further resources were allocated to the planet, I think we might see a better production rate as well as if the conditioning met with uh, the needs of these people.
1: I would like you, ma'am, to... Uh, and Synox takes off his helmet for the first time. <laughs> now, I believe you might be familiar with me from uh, my role as a uh, face for the Empire. Were you briefed on my role for the Empire when I'm not doing film shoots?
0: I... Not in so many words, no. I'm aware that you were a a participant in the Clone Wars and that you have fought droids coming out of this facility, which I I believe is- It's not
1: necessary to uh, state my accomplishments, ma'am. I'm aware of them very well. What I'm telling you is that uh, we were dispatched to this planet for a reason, and though my compatriot does like to make power plays, that reason is to aid you. It does not look good for the Empire to reassign anyone if they're not doing well because that means we have failed. So I want you to feel at ease to tell me about the dissident problems that you've been experiencing and in your professional opinion, why you think you're having them.
0: Thank you. Uh, And she pulls up a bunch of stuff. The camera comes out of the room and heads to blue. You have three very scared people. (laughs) What are you doing?
2: I'm, I'm amongst the people. Okay. I'm amongst the people. <laughs> He's a people. man of the people. I'm, I'm, I'm Son not. of a farmer. <laughs> and I'm, I'm amongst them and carrying on a conversation, a very one-sided conversation with them, um, because obviously they're very, I'm sure, intimidated by, oh, by, absolutely. by, by the thing.
4: I, I have a job I need to do.
2: I, I you have know, to... here's what's amazing to me. When I was fourteen, I love stringed instruments, and I started. I started. I thought it was going to be twelve, and I thought, you know, twelve—that's good. But no, we could do better because we're the empire. Am and I we, in trouble? And we kept building. Shh, 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 shh. shh. He, that was not the time for you to talk. He, and we went from twelve, <laughs> and we increased, and we increased, and we brought better. And I thought eighty-six—that was the magic number. Man, we sounded so good at 86. eighty-six. Of what? Eighty-six stringed instruments. Please keep up with the conversation.
4: I have a job I have to do.
2: You have a job to listen. Now, I think we should go back to 86. What do you think? Do you think 86 or 134 makes a better stringed orchestra?
4: This kid's (laughs) lip is quivering so fiercely. He just tilts his chin up and says, yes, (gasps) no. (laughs) My face Mm. turns sour when he says,
2: yes, Yeah. it goes back to happy. Mm, I like that. What's your name? Quagmire. Quagmire. I pull up the hollow screen. Mm-hmm. How much do you get paid here, Quagmire?
4: I. Uh, yeah, week?
0: that's. This is basically. This is so the outer you guys room, right? know. This is the outer room, no. and this is uh, people did opt into this. These aren't prisoners. So the, they are g- being paid. They have a place to live, but uh, they have to pay for a portion of that housing, and they don't make enough to ever get off planet as soon as they get here. So a uh, hundred credits a week seems. Seems reasonable.
4: Reasonably terrible. Yeah, uh, they they uh, they pay me, uh, you know, an, enough to to get by. A uh, hundred credits a week, you know, it, it puts a roof over my head. I, I tend for, to my grandma. Yeah,
2: yeah, it must be rough. Um, I scroll in and I'm looking through oh, yeah. information and I'm going through information. Ah, Quagmire, here you are. Mm-hmm. Hundred credits a week. That's terrible. Now let me ask you, what number sounds better, eighty four or
4: one hundred and 136. And I'm
2: mouthing the numbers along
4: with <laughs> <Yeah. quite laughs> and 136.
2: 136. And I add it, and now your salary is 236. A week? You said 136 was the better number, yes?
4: Yeah, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Why are you uh, thanking me? Don't you have work to do? I,
1: I, I, I do. <laughs> you see
4: the line? Like, <laughs> he's, he starts oh, to God. run away. Droid and parts then, just falling off. And awful. then he comes back and is like, who are you
2: i'm i'm Minister blue
0: i don't have a hollow. We cut back into the office <laughs> She has brought up she has brought up a lot of things of like different parts of the facility and just uh, some things are moving some things aren't it's It's mostly a productivity issue people uh people seem to be depressed. incoming shipments of people has not ceased um since we haven't had a chance to fix the morale problem to the start they kind of like with each increase of people coming into the thing the mood is just blah and she has the all of the the numbers to back up these things i was thinking maybe uh plants plants people might enjoy <laughs>
4: just, just, just this nervous woman just saying the word plants over and over again until it gets a response
0: <laughs> just testing around the room plants
1: <laughs> what happens to low productivity workers
0: so long as they can meet their weekly quotas uh, nothing but uh, their their rent does increase over time if to to meet with the the lack of productivity um, so some do wind up in the uh, lower income housing and uh, then the jobs shift to match that we do cr- try to keep the the most productive members in the the better jobs now it's our limited reward structure that we are able to cobble together
1: it's a fine reward structure it mimics the uh, upward mobility of the core systems. I commend you on that. My real concern, uh, have there been any problems with production resulting around, oh, say, broken or missing equipment? Perhaps different facilities that aren't operating properly?
0: Um... Um, none of the ones that we have had people operating within, Uh, we are constantly working to rehabilitate the old facilities. So I can't speak to their productivity as it is limited at at this point, as we continue to transition them, I could get you better numbers, but the ones that the functioning facilities, the the ones that we have good data for, no, no, nothing, nothing's really going missing or anything. You make me a perception against a bodyguard.
4: It is one success and one advantage.
0: A success and an advantage. She has like a... She's a tell. It just shows up blue on your screen and you're like, stress tell. (laughs) Stress tell.
1: Is the bodyguard an Imperial agent? Yes. Uh, So
4: I guess I lean up on the back of Cynox's chair, or on the side of Cynox's chair. Um, I lean in. I don't buy it. Excuse me? I don't mean to call you on your bluff, but I'm going to call you on your bluff. I don't buy it. It seems as though... (laughs) There's something here that is not being said. I don't think that the lack of production in this facility can be attributed to just old equipment.
0: I'm sorry, and, and what are is your expertise, sir? He
1: works with the minister. I work with the minister.
0: I, I understand. In what capacity? Ma'am, I
1: want you to be aware that we're here to help you.
0: Yes, I, I understand, and I, I feel that I have been very forthright. You are welcome to investigate the facilities yourselves.
1: I understand there's a problem with the facility. I do. You're trying to do the best job you can do out here. But it strikes me that you've got plenty of manpower coming in. Despite the conditions here, and despite the fact that you've got to work with a shoestring budget, you've got people who are willing to come live this life. All you got to do is make power cells. The profit margins of a colony like this are astounding. We're here because those credits are not flowing back to the Empire. Which means... Those profits are going somewhere. Now, you're either the person who's going to help us find them or, and this would be an unfortunate circumstance for everyone involved, you're the reason we can't find them.
0: Are you trying to coerce this person into telling you something?
1: I could, yeah, I could coerce. We can make that a coercion.
0: Okay, cool. That is against her discipline. So, uh, three purples.
1: Nope. Really? Oh, man. Wow.
0: You the, fail?
2: The only things that were rolled were, were threats advantages. and advantages.
0: Okay, that's interesting. Uh she
2: I have not been kind to us. Mm-hmm.
0: She does not look scared at all. She looks a little upset. I requested an investigation. As far as I'm concerned, this facility has done nothing wrong. I am doing the best with what has been given to me. And I would like assistance in getting this to peak efficiency. Because the Empire, Emperor be praised, is... Sending me people when I need resources. I
1: see, ma'am. I'll see to it that we help you in the best capacity we can. Uh, he picks up his helmet and puts it on, and he turns to the bodyguard. You've been reassigned to my unit.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's. <laughs> she looks at the assistant nervously, and then uh, form up.
4: Let's move out. I see that happen. They leave, and then like the the, the stormtroopers. The stormtroopers leave, and the door shut. Man. How weird must it be to be you right now? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> End <and> of episode. <laughs> oh. <laughs> this poor woman.
3: Wow. Now, how about a dear bluebird letter?
1: Dear Sinox, how does it feel to have betrayed the people you worked with for so long? Do you even remember them fondly? Are you cool with the fact that they're dead and it's all your fault? Do they haunt you in your dreams at night whispering, Why, Sinox? Why did you kill your friends and comrades in arms? Or do you just feel like you were only following orders? That's in quotes. Ticked off on Tatooine. Well, I don't know which rebel cell that's writing to us uh, getting so uppity about that. I've never had any friendly fire incident. You can check my report. The only people i have killed are enemy combatants. You can
2: absolutely check that report anytime you want. Yeah. Perfectly clean.
1: D- it, it's clean as a whistle. I mean, I know that uh, you know, that there's a lot of propaganda that gets out there, but I feel like, you know, rebel propaganda, like it's hard to come by. I don't know where you're getting this perception. Uh things that I've done following orders. Did we have a treaty that we broke recently?
0: You did a pretty egregious dance the other day on Clone yeah. Commander.
2: <sighs> that clone dancing gets the ratings though. No, it does not. I <laughs> have no. you know how many times I have tried The amounts of video editing I have spent days trying to get clones dancing.
1: Is Clone Commander an animated series?
0: I figured it was animation. No, honey, you're live.
2: Well, you're the only one. Everything else is animated. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's you up there. Have you not watched it? No. You should probably watch it. What what do you mean you haven't watched watched it? How have you not watched
2: it? How are you responding to all of the notes that I send you? Notes? (laughs) who's been responding to that doesn't matter right now what we're actually talking about is you dancing and the fact is the clone dance is atrocious i mean clone
1: dance was very popular
2: within people that were genetically told that it was sure
0: yeah this is one of the few scenarios i'm gonna have to side with blue like i don't think people were wrong to ask you to dance it's just that you shouldn't have done that
1: the line it looks better with a lot more If you teach people in the unit, if you would teach people in the unit, it would look better. And
0: that's why you should watch it so that you can see that it's really, it's just you. And they animate in like cute little tweet birds. And like, sometimes they're kids, but it's... it's
1: I feel like that's got to be the fault of camera work. No, the the, the amount... The clone shuffle (laughs) is sacrosanct. That's the key. That's how I've lived this long. Is maybe the problem that we've had you do it alone... That is the problem. I'm telling you right now. It looks better if you've got a whole bunch of people doing it together.
0: So yeah, you don't really regret orders at all, do you? No,
1: they're orders. So I issue them all the time. That's what orders
0: are for. Why? Well, I mean, that was the question. I was just and and sometimes you sometimes you do things that are like. They're not the coolest, buddy. What do you mean? Um,
3: okay. Every
4: time that we try to go out for drinks, you say you have to debrief your superiors and then you disappear for hours. Yeah, I've got to debrief everyone. And you don't respond to production notes.
0: I was having an ice cream the other day, mm-hmm. and you took it out of my hand and threw it in the trash.
2: You are on duty. And you don't respond to
1: production People notes. People look up to you.
0: Right. There's... When they
1: see you eating ice cream, they think it's okay for them to break that rule, and then there are any number of rules that they'll break because they see you. You're an example.
0: But I really wanted that ice cream.
1: I got a side with
4: Ava on that. Blue gets some great ice cream into this thing. That's All right. fine.
1: Mm-hmm. Blue and... You don't need to be examples to soldiers because you're not part of the military. Blue and you, write that down. Oh my god,
4: we've been looking the for Blue the Blue and you group.
1: There it is. Thank Sorry,
0: you. I'm not really a part. Soldiers don't look up to me. They don't. They don't they care abso-
1: about. They they absolutely do. Uh. And those children look up to you,
0: right? Those children who should be allowed to have ice cream.
1: Well, then you need to mandate an ice cream time, and I would be happy to co-sign your request. <sighs> See that's that's the problem. There's a time debut. for ice cream and there's a time for professionalism. And I agree entirely with having
2: an ice cream Sunday. That's why we do ice cream Sundays. They're wonderful. They're friendly. Everyone likes them. Until ice cream gets thrown in the trash, then we have a bad ice cream Sunday. We don't need if you, a I'll requisition report. Ice cream duty, not ice cream and duty, do not go together. You keep putting them together, and that's my concern. You just said it. Ice cream duty.
1: I as soon as I saw someone eating ice cream on duty, i removed that from the situation order was restored but there's no duty on sunday that's the magic of ice cream but she was on duty no but you're defending a completely different institution no no there's no duty on
0: sunday that's what i'm saying everyone gets off duty. she
1: just wants to eat ice cream whenever she wants which is seditious
0: behavior seditious behavior there it are levels undermines. you understand i know you understand that there are levels <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you, understand that, levels? you, you understand, understand that there are
4: levels
0: you have to understand you have to understand that there are levels. Do you understand the thing that levels you don't
1: understand is that the smallest rule helps enforce the larger ones
0: okay okay we have officially mandated friday night karaoke right but you always sing the shortest songs the shortest because songs because
1: they're efficient
0: is it because you are efficient or is it because you don't like the officially mandated karaoke night?
1: No, I attend every karaoke night and on time. sweat. As a- told. Exactly. And you were the most awkward
4: person in the room. You pick the shortest songs. You clap. On the offbeat, every
1: single song.
4: You
0: never take advantage of the light shows. We have so many presets. The amount
1: of expense that went into that. I realize that it's important for us to relate as a unit if we're supposed to work together.
0: But how is anybody mm-hmm. relating to you if you're not even putting your heart into the performance.
1: I don't see what it has to do with heart. I'm
2: it's, nearly... all, it's all about heart. Mm. when I get up on stage and I belt out those melodic tones for everyone to enjoy, <laughs> for those brief moments, I forget how much of an evil magic witch user Ava is. I get to forget that for like three minutes. I get to forget all of the hurtful, hurtful things that Zero says to me during the week. I repress them, and then they're gone after Friday. And we're good, man. We're good. Everything's fine. This is the magic of bonding. This is the magic of belting out those wonderful tunes.
1: Is you get to forget all of the terrible, terrible things your friends have done. I'm relating to you guys as much as I've related to anyone.
4: Oh, that's scary, man. See,
0: that's the problem. This
4: is that you just said that, and then all three of us had that exact same response. Maybe it would be better to just actually enjoy the moment, or don't
1: come I'll, up to I'll the moment. I do enjoy the moment. I'll just enjoy it, you know, in the perspective of the overall, which is the mission, which we need to succeed. Think about it this way. Wouldn't
4: Ava be more incentivized to defend an organization that lets her eat ice cream whenever she wants yes. opposed to an organization that will take
1: ice cream away if it doesn't suit their schedule well i feel like if she wants to join an organization that just allows ice cream every moment of the day she can go join the rebellion you want to use if a, she wants to, want to, to be sip? okay freezer? the rebellion
0: doesn't have access to ice cream they we better not. yeah we oh, see yeah. that that is the case
1: absolutely not that we shut that right mission. down absolutely <laughs> empire is the empire. Empire. You strike at their
2: dairy. (laughs) From there, an army marches on its dairy.
1: Look, the problem with the Republic is it became corrupt. It allowed people to indulge themselves rather than the unit. And I swore on the day that I was sworn on as a Republic soldier to protect the order that the Republic represents. And when the Republic became the Empire it signaled to me that the galaxy was finally ready to embrace what needs to happen. I know it's difficult to make sacrifices and I understand that a lot of people are scared and worried that they'll lose things, but if you work through that, you can achieve something greater. You just have to give up small things for the people around you. And that's what the Empire is all about. I just have one
2: question. Do you think the evil, evil rebel that wrote the letter that started this conversation, do you think a man that was that evil could possibly have been enjoying an ice cream cone at the same time he was writing that? Yes or no answer.
1: I mean, maybe? (laughs) Maybe.
2: Did you see any melted chocolate on that page?
1: Not nah, well. Is it? It's an electronic message. It's a
2: yes or no answer.
4: <laughs> Blue, you're not going to win
2: this one. It's a yes or no answer, Sinox. No, no. There, no ice cream, evil and hatred.
1: Ice cream, pleasantries. Just make and mandated ice cream time. That's all we need. We need just to separate no. duty from that's personal- ice cream Sunday. And then, you and have have that's ice fine. Cre- and you have ice cream option day. Mm-hmm. No. That
4: is a good idea. We just make every single day an option for an ice cream day. And, and then, we- during during mess, during lunch? Mm. No, no,
1: no.
0: We're allowed breaks, though, right? I mean, we're allowed mm-hmm. five mm-hmm. minute breaks mm-hmm. every hour. So long Sometimes
1: as every 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So long as you're doing it in a casual area where there's nobody working around you, in, in a break room. There are contexts for ice cream, and that's what makes the Empire great, and that's what makes it work, is we create context for joy. Oh. So
0: all we need to do is change the minimum song length to three <laughs> minutes. And- or more. Or more. You no. know, why just not-
2: get rid of them from the jukebox. We- I mean, it's really...
0: We could push it to four. Four minutes minimum for karaoke mm-hmm. on Fridays, yep. and uh, either a dance or a light show element. Or both. <laughs> Or both, and you have to change your song at least a three-song rotation mm-hmm. week to week.
4: And it's gotta be, it's gotta be, it's gotta be popular radio play. So you're gonna have to bone yes. up on what's current these days. So then you can then request it. And, Sinox, I'm ordering you, ordering you to eat an ice cream bar the next time you're in front
2: of your troops.
1: It doesn't make sense, and you're also not a military <laughs> commander. So I'm ordering you as a friend. <laughs> I will. I. Ordering attend you attend any karaoke night mandated as part of group bonding, and With I will perform a costume
0: element, costume, absolute costume. Earlier, the
1: better. Perform to whatever standard I am to be upheld to. You all heard it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Okay. Sounds like we have some work to do.
1: I'll get the ice cream. We're going to make you pretty.
0: Thanks for listening to this month's episode of Evil Campaign. The Crew of the Bluebird will be back again next month. Evil Campaign is a part of the Campaign Podcast, which is a one-shot podcast network production and a joint presentation by Paracousin Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with great videos, podcasts, and live shows for you to enjoy
3: at peachesandhotsauce.com.
0: The Star Wars Edge of the Empire, Age of Rebellion, and Force and Destiny role-playing games belong to Lucas Books and Fantasy Flight Games. Finally, all music on the show is performed by the Snowdens of yesteryear. Until next time.
3: There is no death. There is the force.